Shabbat Shalom, Body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's Laws and Commandments. Happy Passover 2022. I pray that your feast this week will be extraordinary, that it will be supernatural that you will enjoy it like you never did before, and that all of us would be resurrected into a closer walk with Yahweh and His laws and commandments. That we also would be resurrected in areas of our life that are not full of His life and His glory. That you would be resurrected in your health if you have health issues, in your marriage if you have marriage issues, with your children if you have children issues, in your finances if you have financial issues, or whatever the case may be. That we would come to know Him and the power of His resurrection. I've always believed that there is a power of His resurrection, supernatural resurrection power that dwells within us by the power of Yah's Spirit. And that when we share His Word, when we teach His Word, when we witness, when we pray in the power of His name, that that resurrection power is released through you and I by faith into the person or persons that we are praying for. So I pray that this would just encourage you and bless you in the authority of His name. Today what I want to talk about just shortly is, is something I've entitled Passover Resurrection. And we're going to go through the four Gospels and just look at what the Scripture says about when he was resurrected. If he was resurrected, we know that he was, but that will answer that. It will also put an end to any traditions, any thoughts that we've had that he was resurrected on a Sunday. It will put an end to any thoughts that we may have had about a sunrise service, a sunrise resurrection. And if you do your research, you will find that all these are connected to Ishtar and to paganism. But that's another teaching in itself. So let's go to Matthew 28 and we'll get started. And we'll read verses 1 through 3. It says, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week. It wasn't the, it was, the sun wasn't up yet. It was, now remember, we have to remember this, that in biblical days, that time started, or a new day started in, in the evening. You just read Genesis, and that ends that discussion. That the beginning of a new day starts at sundown, and the end of a day 
ends at sundown. So, it says, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. Notice, it doesn't say at sunrise. But it says it began to dawn toward the first day of the week. It began to dawn toward the first day of the week. Now, I am fully convinced that this would take place somewhere between 3 p.m. in the afternoon and whenever the sun would set in the evening, and that's different times wherever you may be. I'm sure they didn't have daylight savings time like we do. But nonetheless, it says in verse 2, And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of Yahweh descended from heaven, came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. Now this took place before the sun rose. This took place at the end of the Shabbat. That's what it says in verse 1. And as it began, not that it was, <coughs> excuse me, it began to dawn towards the first day of the week. And then it says, His countenance was like lightning, and His raiment white as snow. Now, I had the personal privilege of how I was born from above in December of 1980. I went to bed as a drug addict, asking the Creator for help. Sometime in the process of the night, Yahshua was before my bed. My room was lit up brighter than the sun behind me. I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. I couldn't say anything. He just stood there. When he stood there, something left my body. Someone left my body. And I know that was demonic beings, the sin nature, um, all the sin and lawlessness and the oppression, all that that went with the life of sin. And then something entered my body, which I know was Yahweh's spirit. But the thing that reminds me of that is that how bright my room was from his presence. And that's what this is saying. All right, and then it says, and, um, and for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not, for I know that you seek Yahshua, which was crucified. He is not here. He is risen. As he said, Come see the place where Yahshua lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that
in Luke, or not Luke, in Romans chapter 8, it says that the same Spirit that raised Yahshua from the dead dwells in you. Then he that raised Yahshua from the dead will also quicken, resurrect, make alive your mortal bodies. So, Paul also prayed in Philippians 3.10 that we may know him and the power of his resurrection. I don't remember if it says and or in here. Let's just turn there and we'll find out. Philippians 3.10 says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Yahweh wants you and I to have a personal experience in the power of his resurrection with the power of his resurrection. Not just a once in a lifetime circumstance like me experiencing how I got born from above, but on a regular basis. Things that are not producing the way they should be producing. Your organs, your muscles as we get older, they're not producing the way they used to. Our energy levels. Well, we can experience resurrection power to come upon us and resurrect those things. Same way if something is dying in your life. Maybe a limb. Maybe your intellect, your mind, your memory. Maybe it's a marriage. Maybe it's a relationship with a loved one. Maybe it's a relationship with a son or daughter. Or whatever the case may be. Your finances. When he wants you to know the power of his resurrection. That he will resurrect those areas of our life that need to be resurrected so that you and I can be fruitful, so that you and I can enjoy the abundance of life that Yahshua came to give to us. Right? Now let's go back to Mark 16, and we're going to see Mark's account. Now this is one of the few instances that all the Gospel writers have recorded in an account of something. And they, they all recorded and mentioned the account of his resurrection, of his death, burial, crucifixion, and resurrection. And this is showing us so that we will have a confidence in and a faith in that his resurrection took place at the end of Shabbat, and it had nothing to do with the next day of the week. It had nothing to do with a Sunday uh, sunrise service, sunrise resurrection. Or it had nothing to do with a celebration that people celebrate Easter. Now, they got that from the pagan Romans who already were celebrating Ishtar on the first day of the week. And so they just included the resurrection of Messiah into that to deceive people 
and to get them to accept more paganism and to think that paganism and the worship of the Messiah on Easter was pure and holy, but it isn't. It's mixed and it's founded upon the worship of Ishtar. Do your research. You know, it's amazing to me, like this last six weeks or so, as everybody that I know has been posting things on, on social media about the roots of Easter and the foundation and of the Torah of Passover and unleavened bread and the Feast of First Fruits. I'm just amazed at how many people cannot even research and look at those scriptures because they still continue to hold on and almost throw it in our face that they're believing in Easter, that they're going to keep Easter, they're going to do all the Easter traditions, regardless if it violates Yahweh's laws and commandments. What that tells me is that Yahweh's laws and commandments are not a priority in their life. What that also tells me, according to, to John 14, that they don't love Yahweh or Yahshua, because if they did, they would obey his commandments. That's something he said. Now, when you have no clue of it, you have no understanding of it, that is, that is just being ignorant. But people perish for a lack of knowledge. But there is a certain level of mercy from Yahweh to those that have never heard. But when you hear and reject it, there's a different level of judgment that will come upon you. And it is my heart, my goal, that just as I heard the word and accepted it and received it by faith, didn't understand it, but I still accepted it and received it by faith concerning the feast, the Sabbath, so on and so forth, I pray that those that will be listening and those that have heard from others about the resurrection taking place on Passover, that they would accept it, that they would receive it by faith, and then let Yahweh in days and weeks and months and even years to come begin to amplify and reveal and give you greater understanding of it. So nonetheless, Mark 16, 1, it says, When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Shalom had brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint Yahshua for burial. Unleavened bread, Sabbath, was on Thursday of that week but this Sabbath that they're referring to was the weekly Sabbath so this version says and Mark's account says that the Sabbath was passed and that that would make sense because these two Hebrew Jewish women would not have went to the tomb while it was still the Shabbat, 
it would have to have been right at the end or right at the end of sundown. And then it says very early in the morning of the first day. And again, remember, the morning starts at the end of that day. So at the end of the seventh day, which we would call Saturday, um, at the end of it, when the sun goes down, starts the beginning of the first day of the week. It doesn't start in the morning. That's something that Constantine and paganism developed. All right? And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. At the rising of the sun. So, they came, now even those that want to say, oh, there it goes, it says at the rising of the sun. He was already resurrected. He was resurrected before the rising of the sun. He was already resurrected when Mary came to the tomb. And it says, and they said among themselves, who shall roll away the stone from the sepulcher? And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away. And again, this took place sometime before the end of the Shabbat. And entering into the sepulcher, they saw a young man sitting at the, on the right side, clothed in long white garment, and they were afraid. And he said unto them, Be not afraid, you seek Yahshua of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. Now something to understand that Matthew's account, Matthew was a Hebrew. Matthew was Jewish. And so he gave the account according to a Hebraic perspective. Now I don't know about Mark Luke and John, I believe John was Hebraic, and John was also the one that Yahshua laid his head on his bosom and had an intimate relationship with him. Here's another key thing. John was the only writer of the Gospels that talks about eternal life. He brings up the word eternal life when you believe in Yahshua and you believe in his laws and commandments. He's the only one that brings them, that up. Not once, not twice, not three times, but numerously. And in another study, we'll go over that. All right, now let's look at Luke's account in Luke um, 24. Luke's account, chapter 24, verse 1. It says, Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher. And again, they came before the sun rose, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And again, this took place sundown Saturday before the end of the Shabbat, he was resurrected. Okay, now, you know, we can argue over did he come or did they come 
like an hour or two hours before the Sabbath ended? Or did they wait till the Sabbath was over and then come? My personal belief is that being that they were true Jewish women who kept the Torah, that they would have waited to the very last minute when the Sabbath was over and then go. All right? And it says, And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. They entered in and found not the body of Yahshua. Now here's one thing. You can be a person that has to have everything proven, kind of like Thomas, who was doubting Thomas, was known for his unbelief, or you can be a person that receives things by faith. And see, we need to walk by faith. Some things are not 100% totally black and white and clear. And we must just accept the word by faith with cultural understanding, historical understanding, and as much biblical understanding as possible. But it takes you and I, if we're a person that says prove it, you're not going to grow much in Messiah. But if you're a person that just receives it, accepts, according to Mark 4, accepts his word, then that word, when you receive his word, will produce 30, 60, and 100 fold. All right. So it says, They entered and found not the body of Yahshua. And it came to pass, as they were perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shiny garments. And as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spoke unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And then they remembered his words. See, a lot of times we forget certain things and we just need to be reminded of what thus saith Yahweh. All right, let's go to John chapter 20 and we'll end here so we're talking about that the pass about Passover resurrection Yahshua was resurrected according to the scriptures at the end of Passover which was the seventh day Sabbath at the end of the seventh day Sabbath he was resurrected. See, I did say at the end of Passover, that is an inaccurate. Um, now, in 2022, Passover and the seventh-day Sabbath is on the same day, but during this time it wasn't. So, Yahshua was resurrected on the seventh-day Sabbath. So, I need to amend the title of my teaching that it was a seventh-day Sabbath. I mean, a seventh day resurrection. So we have to go back and amend those things. That it was a, we're teaching about a seventh day Sabbath, and in the year in which we living, it will also include a Passover resurrection, but that was not during 
uh, this time. All right, so the, John 20, so don't throw your rocks. I made a mistake. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early. When it was yet dark, when it was yet dark, so maybe they did, she did come before the end of the Shabbat. Unto the sepulcher, and seek the stone taken away from the sepulcher. So this took place at sundown of the seventh day Sabbath, before the new day began. Then she runneth, and cometh to Simon Peter, and to the other disciple whom Yahshua loved, that would be John, and said unto them, They have taken away Yahshua out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they laid him. Peter therefore went forth, and that other disciple, and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter, and came first to the sepulchre. And he stooping, stooping down, looking in, saw the linen cloths lying, and yet he was not in, because he was resurrected. Then cometh Simon Peter, following him, went into the sepulchre, and seeth the linen clothes lie there, and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but wrapped itself together in a place by itself. And then went in also that other disciple, which came first to the sepulcher and saw and believed. For as yet they knew not the scriptures that he must rise again from the dead. How did they know not the scriptures when Yahshua mentioned to them that he, he would die and be resurrected, spend three days and three nights in the ground. They didn't understand the scriptures. They didn't understand what he said. And then it says, Then the disciples went away again unto their own home, but Mary stood weeping at the sepulcher, weeping. And as she wept, she stood down and looked into the sepulcher, and seeth two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Yahshua laid. And they said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, Because they have taken away my rabbi, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Yahshua standing, and knew not that it was Yahshua. And Yahshua said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if you had borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Yahshua said unto her, Mary. She turned herself unto him. Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Get teary I just read it. Yahshua said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended 
unto my father. But go to my brethren and say unto them. Now this is the first woman with an apostolic evangelistic message. I ascend unto my father and your father, to my Elohim and your Elohim. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen Yahshua and that he had spoken these things unto her. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, so this was Sunday evening, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Yahshua and stood in the midst and said unto them, Shalom, Shalom be unto you. Now this was Sunday, sundown, at Sunday, or the first day of the week. So we see here that Yahshua had to give them understanding concerning his resurrection. He had to give, he has to give you and I understanding. And it's important to understand when he was crucified, how he was crucified, the days he was crucified, and the day that he was resurrected. He was resurrected sometime at the end of the seventh day Sabbath. He was resurrected, not at sunrise. He was not resurrected early Sunday morning. So this nullifies any Sunday or sunrise services in thinking that you're honoring Yahweh by participating in something that is not biblical or that is pretty much of pagan roots, just like Christmas, just like New Year's, so on and so forth. We need to come to the understanding that Yahshua was resurrected on the seventh day Sabbath, sometime before sunrise, sometime before the end of the Sabbath. Matthew and John makes it very clear that they came to the tomb before sunrise, when it was still dark, and he was already resurrected. Mark and Luke don't have that same account, don't, don't know why, but you could discern that they're saying the same thing. But nonetheless, it is a Hebraic belief. And it lines up with the scriptures that Yahshua was resurrected on the seventh day Sabbath 
especially when the scriptures reveal that he was crucified on Passover. And then he spent three days and three nights and do your research on Yahshua's time, crucifixion timeline. He spent three days and three nights in the grave. If he would have stayed in the grave till sunrise, then that would have been a fourth night or fourth day in the tomb or in the grave when the scripture says he was to spend three days and three nights. So when you add all this up and Yahweh gives you understanding of all this, you see very clearly that it could not be at sunrise on the first day of the week or on Sunday morning when the sun's already up. You know, I think a lot of Christians just think, you know, like 10, 11, 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, he was resurrected. And they never ask the question, what we have been taught, meaning Christians, that he was crucified on Friday and resurrected on Sunday morning. You cannot get three days and three nights from that. When the scripture clearly says that he will spend three days and three nights in the grave, and matter of fact, Yahshua said the only, the only witness, the only testimony, the only proof that I'm going to give you that I'm the Messiah is that just as Jonah spent three days and three nights in the belly of the whale, I will spend three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And so, um, when Yahshua was resurrected, he gave us clear understanding that he was resurrected at the end of the Sabbath. At the end of the Sabbath. He, you know, Easter and Easter celebrations and Easter beliefs that he was resurrected at sunrise is just that a man-made pagan religion that came from Constantine and Christianity. You cannot get three days and three nights from a Friday crucifixion to a Sunday resurrection. It's impossible. And see, if we say that we are word people, if we say that we live our life according to the scriptures, then we need to judge this quote-unquote tradition in line with the scriptures, and we see that it's in error. We see that it's false. We see that it's inaccurate. But when we look at it, that he was resurrected before or at the end of the Shabbat, on the seventh day Shabbat, and that he was crucified on Passover, that totally lines up with Torah 
and everything Yahshua said about the Messiah. So it's up to you and I to discern these things according to the scripture, and it's up to you and I to make a decision. Are we going to believe the traditions of man that make the things of Yahweh's word to no effect, or are we going to come out from among that and believe the scripture? And what that also means, and that should propose the question to you, how many other things has Christianity revealed to us that are that is not accurate, that is not biblical, like the word L-O-R-D, that's his, not his name, or the word G-O-D, that's not his name, or the word, or the name J-E-S-U-S, that's not his name, he was not called those names, it did not even, the name J-E-S-U-S, Jesus was never crucified because he never existed until the 16th century. And when you begin to see all these things, you come to the realization you've been deceived, you've been duped. And then when you read the scriptures that says to come out from among them, and them being Babylon paganism, it's easy to respond to it by faith because you accept it by faith. And so you come out and then you ask Yahweh, what should I do now? You don't ask Yahweh, what should I do first? You come out first, and then he will lead you. So I pray that you receive something from this. I pray that this gives you a clear understanding that the resurrection of Yeshua, Yahshua, was at the end of the seventh day Sabbath, and had nothing to do with sunrise or the first day of the week or a sunrise service. And if you want to connect with us, you can go to YahwehYahshuaAssembly.com. That's our website. Or you can connect with me, Mark Pulley, or we have a Facebook page as well. And until next time, I pray that Yahweh would make his face shine upon you. Yahweh would give you favor and peace. Yahweh would open the eyes of your understanding that you and I would both have a greater experience with Torah and with Yahweh and with Yahshua this Passover unleavened bread first fruits season. And I also pray that if you are suffering in any area of your life, that Yahweh would restore you, Yahweh would avenge you, and Yahweh would deliver you by the power of His great name. And Father, we just thank You for the Word that You brought to us today. We accept it, we receive it by faith, and we pray that it would produce a hundredfold within our life, and that You would be glorified and You would be exalted this day as we honor your feast days, and we give you praise in the power of your name.